it's also set in Ohio. Hooray! Which is very funny because we have a lot of psychopaths here. This marks the first time those two have been mistaken for each other. Yeah. You were here to witness it. That's right. When it takes a turn, I mean, you are, you were just like clenching, you know, the seat like, oh God, please don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. Yes. We are back and we are absolutely live from Nightmares Film Festival 2021. Yay! How great is this? I have to get into the shot because we are also live on Facebook. Hey, Facebook. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Uh, this is great. Oh, it's so great to see so many regular Fright Clubbers here. Yeah. Love to have you back. And also see some new faces. That's right. Which is fantastic as well. If you don't know us, she is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And we are collectively known as Mad Wolf. We've been film critics here in town for over two decades. Started in print, if you remember those newspapers. <laughs> and then uh, took it on to our website, madwolf.com. And uh, now we're on TV every week on Good Day Columbus. And we've been lucky enough to be involved with the Nightmares Film Festival as jurors for a long time. And finally today, we get to realize something we've been really hoping for for years, to broadcast it live from Gateway for Nightmares Film Festival. So thank you to Jason. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Thank you to Chris Hamill, to John for helping us out, and our producer, Greg, today, helping us out on the technical end. Thank you so much. And so Stan, this is, who always helps us out. Yes, and Stan, thank you. And the other thing that, if you didn't know, that we've gotten into here in the past year or so is actually we are filmmakers. We are. And one of the things that we do, so we record Fright Club Live once a month here at the Gateway Film Center. And we do a podcast. We talk about the five best films in whatever the topic is that I've chosen. I never let George help. And then we count down the five films that I chose and I never let George help. And, um, and, then at, and then at the end, we show one of those movies, which is one of the absolutely glorious things about being able to partner with Gateway Film Center. And also, Chris Hamill does a remarkable, amazing job of helping, well, of entirely on his own, securing one of the films that we want to talk about every, every month. And so one of the things that we're incredibly grateful for to Jason is that what we're going to do at the end of the podcast today is show our film, Obstacle Corpse. It's a short film. Thank you about best friends, which is why our topic today is best friends in horror. Yeah. And we have star Kat McAlpine here. So thanks for coming, Kat. Where's Kat? Yeah. She's right there. She was in charge of the raffle tickets because we are going to, in between each movie selection, we're going to give away some prizes. We are going to do that. So if you don't have a raffle ticket, Kat will set you up with that. Also, we do have free swag, which is cool. We've got some Fright Club buttons for you. We've got some posters for the new Scream movie. You can just take some of those. And I want to—I just want to point out that upstairs in the filmmakers lounge are some really cool posters for last night in Soho. And you can also get—if you're from Columbus, if you live in Columbus—you can always also get passes to come back and see that on Tuesday night. I'm going to co-host that screening. Very cool. And just in case you're not sure where the lounge is, that's where we're going to be drinking after this is that's over. That's right. That's right. We don't usually day drink, but. <laughs> Today's a good day. So once again, thanks <laughs> Thanks for coming out as we get into Best Friends in Horror. Usually there's one or two movies you want to talk about that didn't quite make the list. you have those? Anything bubbling under? Well, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to talk about the two that are going to make people super mad because they didn't make the list, like couch it inside the list. Okay. I'm going to go, here's why we're not talking about this movie, because I picked this one instead. And I'm going to hope that that keeps people from walking out and or throwing things at us. Yeah, you, and remember, you can't run away because we're on the screen here. we got to keep right. that. I learned that lesson earlier. 
Oh my and, God. Uh, oh, we got comments already. Paul says, been so long, always great hearing your podcast. Keep up the good fright. I like Thank that, Paul. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so you want to get at it? I do. You know what? I want to say one other thing. Yeah. The, the, the short that we're going to show is a proof of concept short. We're, we're going to uh, film it. We're going to film the full-length feature this spring, and I just want to call out our DP who is here today, who has a film also showing at this festival, who has won many awards, Best Director, Best Cinematographer. She is such an alum of this festival, and she is such a glorious goddess. Brooklyn Ewing, thank you so much. Yay! 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 Thank you. Just one of the many superstars, old friends and new, that we're running into here at Nightmares Film Festival. So fantastic. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we've got uh, just the top five. Yep. With uh, peppered in with some that are going to make people ang angry, which is great, because you know the internet, you need conflict. And that's where hope comes in. <laughs> so what do we got? We got number five? We do. Okay. Let's start with a movie from 2010. This is a woman subject to mental, physical, and sexual abuse on a remote island seeking a way out to be devil. just based on that trailer. She is not crazy, they protest. She is not crazy. And then she picks up that blade. And then she is bedeviled. Here we go. <laughs> this is a great movie. I'm just curious if anybody has seen this film. Nice. Couple. Nice. It's a Korean film, and it was incredibly, it was really popular in Korea. It made a lot of money in Korea, and it got no international distribution, which is insane to me. It's such a great movie, and it's, uh, it's one of those movies, when is your best friend really not your best friend? Uh, and it, it opens... In, um, in Seoul, a woman, uh, uh, like a, a very elegant woman, she, she witnesses a crime, she doesn't do anything about it. People are like, the hell's the matter with you? And so she goes to this remote island where she grew up because her best friend from childhood writes her letters all the time. She never reads them. But she's like, well, I can go stay there and I can like wait till the heat you know, is off me. And when she goes back, she, she finds the horrible life that her best friend and her daughter are now living. It is the most amazing movie. It's gorgeous. It's, it's absolutely stunning to watch. The performances are amazing, and it's one of those movies where you're constantly like, oh, that's happening now. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, there are so many surprises throughout this movie. All of the performances, one of the things I love about it, the performances are so very authentic. You just believe that this is all happening, and then when it makes the turn, which you saw, you are like sort of simultaneously aghast and applauding. Um, it is a nutty, nutty movie, and, it, and the third act is another complete surprise that shouldn't be, but is, which is my favorite kind. So it is one, it's a little bit hard to find, but it, it is one that I definitely recommend seeking out because it's a great movie. Well, I love that you started with this because it's a twist on best friends, but maybe not best friends. Right, which is why one of the ones that we're not going to talk about is Jennifer's Body, which is a great movie. Watch it. Love it. I watched it. I love it. I but we too. Sometimes on the, the one that isn't live, the one that we just record, we do fuzzy math so we can talk about more than five, but we have a time limit here, so something had to get the, the axe. So Jennifer's Body didn't make it. I'm sorry. And I, I love it, too. It's and great. It, it seems like one that maybe, as the years have gone on, has collected more love than maybe it had at the beginning. Yeah, I think so, too. Because yeah. it really, people kind of passed on it when it yeah. came out in theaters, yeah. but, but I think it has grown in its love since then. Okay, so number five on our list of best friends in horror bedeviled from 2010. Before we move on, we got a prize. Let's grab the first, uh, and remember, these aren't bribes, they're incentives. Yeah. We have a, uh, a number, last four, seven, two, two, one. What do we have? We have a Blumhouse, what do we have? Blumhouse puzzle from yeah. Welcome to the Blumhouse. Very cool. Brandon. 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 Oh, you got a game. Oh, yes. Game. From this year's. From this year's Blumhouse. Welcome yeah. to the Blumhouse. Thank you, Cicely. Appreciate Thank that. Thank you. 
All right, yes. Okay, number four. Oh, we love this one. We've talked about this on a few occasions for good reason. A twist on the slasher genre following two death-obsessed teenage girls who use their online show about real-life tragedies to send their small Midwestern town into a frenzy and cement their legacy as modern horror legends from 2017. It's Tragedy Girls. Your brains, my charisma, you can do anything. Quick soundbite from the Tragedy Girls. Are you afraid that the killer will target you because of your infamous blog? We will not take any more shit from this serial killer. I'm so scared right now. Look. <laughs> Love this, uh, because for obvious reasons over the last several years, many films have tried to take on social media and the internet. And this one takes a, a real dark, humorous turn about it. The two performances of the, of the two uh, leads are great, and I think it just hits just the right tone. Yeah, it does. It's also set in Ohio. Hooray! Which is very funny because we have a lot of psychopaths here. And I love that <laughs> teaser trailer. I thought that was hilarious and I was so excited to find it. And I think that the, um, like the, all of the smaller parts are so well populated in this. Craig T. Nelson. Nope, that's not right. Craig Robinson. Whole other person. <laughs> Craig Robinson. <laughs> This marks the first time those two have been mistaken for each other. Yeah. You were no, here to witness it. That's right. Um, and then, and also Peta from Hunger Games, who is so funny yeah. in this movie. He is so perfect in this movie. And the two leads, of course, have gone on. Um, Brianna Hildebrand is out right now. I think this weekend. This weekend in, a movie in called Runt. Runt. And they're both X-Men. So that's look right. out. That's right. And this movie is chock full of references to other great horror films. I mean, from the aluminum foil to prom mm -hmm. to Carrie, and the, the last names, uh, you've got Hooper as the last name mm -hmm. for Toby Hooper. That just goes on and on and on. You can pick out these Easter eggs, many that we've probably missed. Well, one of the reasons that it made this list is because the entire film is, is specifically about best friends. Mm -hmm. That's what it's really about, what the whole thing hinges on. And, and there are so many great best friend characters in horror films, like Get Out has the best friend that you want to have, because he's going to drive his ass across country because he knows you shouldn't be at those white people's house. Like, there are some great individual characters. The movies on this list are all, the whole film is about that friendship. It's about best friends. And I, this is, I think, the most fun of the ones that we have talked about today. Yeah, and just their whole attitude. You know, they, they have their tight little duo, and this, their whole attitude about everybody else is just fantastic and so, and so spot on for what they're taking on. And that is number four. On our list of best friends in horror, Tragedy Girl. So that means uh, another prize. It does. Oh, that's right. Seven two one eight four. What do we got? Uh, we lose physically. We got another game, or are we gonna do a puzzle? We got, we got more games. Game? Okay. Blum, welcome to the Blumhouse, oh, yeah, Michael. Michael. When's the game? Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Um, moving on to number, number three. three. This is also from 2010. Love this one. Affable hillbillies. You know it right now. Tucker and Dale are on vacation at their dilapidated mountain cabin when they are mistaken for murderers by a group of preppy college students, Tucker and Dale versus evil. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? No. We got your friend. They captured Allison. Oh, it's the pancakes. You hate pancakes. I'm, I'm gonna make you something else. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. That, that is so great. We, we've been doing a lot of 
guests on other podcasts as we've been promoting our Indiegogo for Obstacle Corps, and on one of them, the host asked, ours is a horror comedy, so what sort of vibe are you trying to get? And I said, you know, if we can get even in the ballpark of Tucker and Dale is, uh, <laughs> versus evil, we're doing something right, because this is hilarious from it start is. to finish. It is hilarious from start to finish. And again, it's that you just, the, these two buddies, how can you not love them? You just love them. It's also, um, it's one of the best sort of spoof-esque uh, horror comedies on earth because it's um, it does, it has all the exact same tropes, but it's not in any way like hateful about it. So often you feel like uh, the films that are spoofing a, a type of horror film, they're making fun of that horror film because they really don't like that style. This, you can tell, they love these movies. Oh, yeah. They love these movies where you stop off at the, you know, at the convenience store on the way into the woods and everybody's creepy and you can buy, you know, sanitary napkins as well as live bait right next to each other in the store. <laughs> There are so many things about this movie that I think are great, but more than anything, it's the it's the best friends and how they relate with each other and also how they respond when these kids keep dying. It's hysterical. And that's why, brace yourselves, it got the edge over Shaun of the Dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Shaun of the Dead is a great movie. It's a great movie. But for me, the two movies are sort of, they parallel each other, and I didn't want to do both. And again, he doesn't let me do fuzzy math in the live events, and so... We got this one got the nod over See, Shaun of the Dead. She's shifting the blame here. Did you notice this? <laughs> it was kind of casual, but there were pointing fingers involved. I literally uh, pointed at you. But I have I have to agree as well. I would go with this because this is so great. It's one of those movies. It reminds me of recently, a couple of weeks ago, we hosted a uh, a live Q and A with the cast of Napoleon Dynamite yeah. and, and the showing of that movie. And we were talking about how the humor in that movie continues to stand the test of time because it's so character driven. Right. And so is this. Yeah. These characters are so great. You, you laugh at them like, like you said, the interaction with the college students yeah. and how they can't believe, you know, the, the wood chipper. Uh, oh the, my God. The, uh, yeah, Alan Tudyk, Alan Tudyk is, is a, he's a comic genius. He really is. His timing is so perfect, right? But it's Tyler Labine, who oh. um, I did not know until I saw this movie and fell madly in love with. But the other one, and I gotta look at her name, Katrina Bowden, who is the girl that they love. Mm -hmm. She's also really, yeah, really are. funny in this movie. She's really funny in this movie. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that it's the character-driven humor that makes this really stay with you. And there's also, and I didn't know this, um, which I might have to get track down the actual DVD because there's a, there's a special feature on the DVD that shows everything from the college kids' perspective. Oh my God! Which, how great would that, that be? Has anybody seen that on the DVD? Oh, uh, has. Is it hilarious? It's great. Oh, oh yeah, we've, we've got to track that down. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, so we love that one. That is number three on our list of frightful best friends from 2010. The favorite, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. See, you're ahead of me now. You know it's prize time. I've, I've remembered that it's prize time. Okay. What do we got? Uh, Cicely, assume your position for <laughs> seven, puzzles? 7219 for Welcome to the Blumhouse Puzzle. Woohoo! Hey, it's Daniel. <laughs> yeah, we should mix it up. It's all that. They all, they're all sitting next to each other. <laughs> Melissa Dean is sitting there going, what about me? That's right. You just skipped right over me. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to number two. <laughs> this is, uh, oh man, this is another favorite. This is one that we shared some love with the other night on, and I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet, our Fright Club podcast Facebook group. Normally, I'm right out in front yeah. um, trying to pimp that thing, but I waited a little bit. I tried to break, break the norm. But if you uh, aren't a member of our Fright Club podcast Facebook group, we have a lot of fun in there. Uh, just request and we will uh, and have you in there. It's a lot of fun. So we were giving some love to this one the other night, and it is about Oscar, an overlooked and bullied boy finding love and revenge through 
beautiful but peculiar girl. Just let the right one in. Yay. I also, Jenny Rea commented, she's watching us. We want to say hi to Jenny hi, Rea. Jenny. Hello. And anytime that we mention this movie, we always simultaneously mention Let Me In, Matt Reeves' Let Me In, which was another really great movie. One of the things that I love about this movie is the relationship between Oscar and, and Ellie. You know, um, you feel so bad for Oscar. He doesn't even do anything yet. You just look at that haircut and think, your parents hate you. <laughs> what is the deal with that haircut? You know, and it's one of those where the best friend is a bad, bad, bad. Oh, wait, look at this swimming pool scene. That's totally the best friend that you need. Oh. Um, and that swimming pool scene is the best swimming pool scene in the history of all horror movies. So great. That's easily. the one we put That's, on yeah. the Fright Club podcast group. Um, but also the performances, uh, especially yeah. uh, Lena Lee Anderson, who plays... Ellie, I think is so haunting and, and beautiful and terrifying all simultaneously. Also, the cinematography in this, I mean, it's so cold. It's so snowy and isolated. And I, and I've said this, I don't know how many times, I love the way blood pops when it hits snow. Yeah. It looks so great, doesn't it? Yeah. So those are my rambling, probably creepy thoughts <laughs> about this movie. No, we both love this. Yeah, Lena... Lee Anderson. Lee Anderson is great, although her voice was dubbed mm -hmm. to give it... Obviously, she was a young girl, and he wanted to sound it a lot more threatening, and she did. And they gave her that androgynous look, uh, which was, I think, toned down from the book right. uh, a little bit. But, uh, God, it's so, it's so effective. You're right, the, the bleakness of the, the wintertime setting and then the blood on it and leading up to that swimming pool scene. I love it so much. But at the heart of it is the friendship between these two. Well, and it's not just the friendship between these two. And I think, for me, that's what makes the movie so heartbreaking is, you know, let the right one in. She's got to replace her other best right. friend, who is currently sort of masquerading as her dad. And um, you don't know that. I hope you've seen this movie. I mean, it's 10 years old. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's really inherent to our conversation. I'm not just, I did. I just spoiled it. I'm sorry. For me, actually, that is where Let Me in the remake is a little bit stronger because it's Richard Jenkins who plays the outgoing best friend. And he is so beautiful and tender and yeah. heartbreaking in that movie. But either way, no matter which one you watch, it is, it is really just a film about this succession of, of intimate, close, very powerful best friendships um, and a lot of death. <laughs> yeah, and as we've mentioned before, the, the relative, uh, the lack of success for the American remake, Let Me In, was a bit puzzling. I mean, yeah. it's one of the few American remakes of foreign horror films that gets close yeah. to the original. And it's actually, I think it's bloodier. And it's definitely it's, bloodier. Yeah, and if you remember, it came out right around Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, this is going to be great. And it, it just it didn't do anything. I think Matt Reeves is going to recover from that with his Batman. I think, that's, I think that might do okay for him. <laughs> we I think hope it so. might. But uh, if, if they're both so, so very worth seeing uh, for the, yeah, the two friendships here, the one uh, outgoing and the one incoming. Mm -hmm. Let the right one in from number two, uh, 2008. Okay, prize time. Oh. Come on. What do we got? We got more uh, Blumhouse games from this year's Welcome to the Blumhouse, which has some good flicks in it, by the way. This year's Bingo uh, Hell, I thought, was super fun. Bingo Hell. Yeah. It was Ooh, really, really Okay, fun. this is not sitting in this row. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I can do a little bit of math. This is <laughs> seven, two, three, four. Seven, two, three, four. Yes. Yeah. Oh, way Congrats. up there. Way up there. Enjoy that. Welcome to the Blumhouse 2021 games. Okay, we just got one left. One left. And this is from 2015. Suspecting that people around him are turning into evil creatures, a troubled man questions 
whether to protect his only friend from an impending war or from himself. This is, they look like people. You are a mountain. You are a hundred miles high. All that your enemies place in your way, betrayal, lies, poison, you devour and become stronger. You are invincible. Those that try to hurt you will turn silent and will bow down. But what can people do to hurt a mountain? We showed this one. We showed this movie uh, at Fright Club Live one time, and I think it is now on Shutter. It, it really got underseen when it came out, and I and I highly recommend that you watch it. It's absolutely beautiful. The friendship in his. Uh, there was um, uh, one of the quotes from a critic said that it was it was profoundly moving. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so well crafted. These two characters are so beautifully developed, and the, when it takes a turn. You know, I mean, so often there's a character in a horror film who has some kind of, of mental, you know, um, mental health issue, and they are the villain, right? And this movie really toys with that in a way that just breaks your heart. The, and it truly is. This, this, the center of this film are these best friends from childhood. And that, that sort of voiceover that you just heard at the beginning, it's, um, it's an audio tape, it's motivational speech that, that the one guy is listening to every day as he goes and he bench presses and he goes to work and he kills it. And, you know, you think you know who they both are, until they get together and you realize that you don't. It is such an incredibly beautiful movie. You love these two people so very much that when it takes a turn, I mean, you are, you are just like clenching, you know, the seat like, oh God, please don't let this happen. Please don't let this happen. I just cannot recommend this movie highly enough. Yeah, and I certainly don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. Thematically, it has elements that remind me of frailty. Sure. You've seen that from 2001. But you're so right because as this friendship goes along and when it gets down to the moment, really, I thought it could have gone either way. You know, usually you have, oh, they're not going to do this, are they? And I thought, yeah, they might. Yeah. They might go this way or that way. And there's really tension right up until their final, their final reveal. So, it's uh, just beautiful. I mean, really it's is. just such a moving and beautiful and really scary movie. It is. It is. And uh, this is from, yeah, so 2015, you're right. It kind of slipped through. Not a lot mm -hmm. of people. How many people have ever seen this? Any? Oh, well, more than, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Well, well some of them saw it here with yeah. us. <laughs> a lot of them are Fright Clubbers. So. That's right. That's right. That's, what, that's the service we try to provide. That's right. Yeah, so number one on our list of uh, frightful best friends. They look like people. That's okay. right. Okay, and that takes us up, well, it takes up to another prize. Why don't we do that? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Before we talk about what's upcoming, uh, this is 7217. 7217, all right. He's got the colors on, 08. Very That's nice. Right. That's right. And then that Blumhouse game. Uh, yeah, so we also still have some Fright Club buttons. We actually have uh, two or three Fright Club hats here if you want to pick up. Uh, but uh, And we've got The Obstacle Corpse, our short film starring Cat McAlpine. Down here, it's going to show here in just a few minutes. <laughs> yep, in just a minute. And if you want to check out, if you want to join the Obstacle Corpse team, we'd love to have you, all the info. On our Indiegogo, you can find us on any of our socials. We, our main website is madwolf.com, and then Obstacle Corpse has its own set of socials. It does. Obstacle Corpse X on Twitter, Obstacle Corpse Film on Facebook and Instagram, where you'll find a lot of photos from this festival, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, join the team if you can. And also, if you happen to be Columbusites, and some of you are, I know that you are, come back 
Wednesday, November 10th, right here at the Gateway Film Center, we are going to do, this is kind of partly inspired by our friend Ben, who's staying with us. We're going to do claustrophobia in horror, <laughs> and we're going to show the original Vanishing, Spurloose from 1988, which is really scary. And it is, may I say, it's fucking scary, especially if you are claustrophobic. And if you have happened to see the American remake of it's not Bridges, bad. It's, this is so much better, <laughs> so much better. So we'd love to have you back. Uh, of course, we've got so much more action for the rest of the uh, film festival uh, here. So can't wait to see more shorts and more features for the rest of the weekend. Thank you all for coming out. And any, if any of you are filmmakers, if you have a film here, congratulations. But this lineup is just stunning. I've seen so many great movies that Amen. I have really, really loved. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance, come to Peppergrass. We're going to do the intro and QA with Peppergrass later today. Yep. And, of course, the awards are coming up shortly. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So I uh, love seeing uh, old friends and new friends at Nightmares Film Festival, so thanks for coming out. This will be uh, probably edited and up. Uh, can I get it done by Monday? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to BS you, but uh, we'll get up there very, very soon. But it's going to be on Facebook Live, so you can find the video if you want. Right, exactly. And, uh, again, we can always keep the conversation going about these movies or anything happening. You can find us uh, on Twitter at Fright Club Pod and then on, uh, on Facebook it's Mad Wolf Columbus. Same for Instagram. So we'll see you around the rest of the festival and hopefully at a future Fright Club. Thank you again for coming out. Hope you've enjoyed. Get some uh, swag on your way out. Congrats to our prize winners. Once again, she is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And this is the Fright Club Podcast. Stay frightful, my friends! Thank you. Thank you. See you Facebook Live. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody.